All right, Shime Time, NBA Finals time. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. All right, enough talk. It's NBA Finals game one, finally. 9, 10 Eastern time tonight. Shime will be in Old Orchard Beach, Maine, watching it in some hotel room. Probably pass out at <laughs> halftime, not watch any of the second half. He's got to be up at 4 o'clock to do a live remote. What's up, buddy? Not much, Mud. I'm excited for uh, game one tonight. Uh, tough night for the Prince of Pucks last night, but we're looking to bounce back tonight with uh, game one of the NBA Finals and uh, more playoff hockey. So, you okay, know. We're just going to save the hockey stuff. We don't have to tell people the Prince of Pucks is down on his luck right now. We will yeah, bounce it was back one here. night. No worries. Uh, later on. We'll start with the good news. That is, we have a game seven to game one tonight in the NBA Finals, 9 10. Uh, will be our start time. And uh, look, the, the continuation of money pouring in. On Golden State, well, that just continued here as we are now, what, uh, less than 12 hours away. Record this after 11 o'clock on Friday, uh, Thursday morning. Uh, 77% of the bets, but 78% of the money. Golden State minus three and a half. 78% of the bets, 85% of the money. Uh, Golden State money line. Uh, there is, there's more action on the over than there was the last couple of days, and I guess that's that's shown in the total shine. It started at 210 it's up to 211, 212, 213 and a half. I, ha- I a see lot it of places at 214 today. on DraftKings. 214 is the highest number available. So the DraftKings, is, they want you to bet the under there uh, as we see the action. 62% of the bets and 55% of the money has come in on the over. I know BetGM, BetMGM, our buddy John Ewing, they've been showing more action on the over. They say 65% of their bets have been uh, on the over. So the line is pretty much the same. I see a couple of books where it's four. Uh, money line is where it started, even though all the money's come in on the Warriors, and there is some money on the over. The point total has gone up the last couple of games here with two offenses that people, I think, suspect are going to try to start very early and try to attack these defenses. You you pointed me out to a very good Matt Moore column. Uh, that's up in a bunch of places, including the Action Network. He is really, really good at this stuff. He's one of the ones suggesting a lot of points early on uh, in this game one. So, Shine, we'll start with you. We've talked about this now for three days now. Uh, what's your lean? What do you like here tonight from a game perspective? Then we'll jump into some prop ideas for Game One Celtics Warriors. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the under. I, I just I understand that at this point they're kind of asking for you to bet the under, but the majority of the money's on the over. I am gonna go against uh, the money here. I'm gonna go with the under two fourteen. I just I the Celtics have not come out strong in two game ones in a row uh, between the Bucks and the Heat. They played Game Sevens in both those series. And I just think they're tired. Like, it's been a long, long playoff run for them compared to the Warriors. So, for me, I think I am going to go with the under – uh, of 214 and I'm going to I'm going to roll with the Golden State money line. I'm probably going to pair those. I'm actually I am going to pair those up in a parlay uh that should get me what? Plus 2 about 2 to 1. Um and I, I just I don't know. I don't I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored by the Celtics. So I'm also really looking into their team total going under 104 and a half. Uh we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Um and I just I, I think they're going to come out slow. I think they're tired. It's that simple. Yeah, I don't think this is a must-win game for the Celtics. I tonight. agree with you. I don't I either. I mean, th- this is not a game they have to like, – they just proved the last two series. They lost to Miami game one. They lost to the Bucks game one. They struggled game one against the Nets. Even though I will pick the Warriors today on this podcast, and I bet the Warriors already this morning, it does not preclude the Celtics from winning. It just not, does not feel like that series at all. Uh, a couple of game one trends here. Steve Kerr is 14-7 and seven in the first half of game ones uh, wow. so far in the playoffs uh, in his career. Uh, since 1988, a team coming off of Game Seven is four and eight in Game One straight up. They're two and five in the finals. So to your point, Shime, these Game Seven hangovers just certainly have an effect. Uh, 
Celtics, uh, Golden State 9-2 and two as a single-digit favorite uh, in the playoffs. So even though they're not a huge favorite, they win these games. And I'm with you completely. Like I, we talked about the last couple of days, and I talked myself into the, not only the fatigue, but also the way Golden State plays. Like I, I think it's a tough adjustment to make off of the series they've had because I think the, the, the big theme for me, at least in game one, Shime, the Celtics got away with stuff against Miami and the Bucks. Yep. You know, and the Bucks were undermanned, no Chris Middleton, Miami undermanned, Jimmy Butler and a bunch of just guys. This team offensively is loaded between Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, uh, Andrew Wiggins, who's become a big factor for them. They just come at you waves offensively, and I could see it taking a game, or, or certainly three quarters. Like, if they make it a game late, would not totally surprise me. But I think this is something you have to be prepared for. And as much of time they spent, you know, trying to get through Miami and the Bucks, uh, I think this is going to be adjustment for game one. If they had won game six, had a couple extra days, maybe I wouldn't feel quite as strong. Shine. I'm with you there. But I'm with you. I, I think this game reeks of uh, the Warriors win this game. Uh, they can. I think they're going to win it outright. I, I'm not going to mind uh, laying the three and a half. I mentioned our buddy Matt Moore. He sort of talked me into yes. in his his column the first half uh, Warriors line at minus one and a half. That is something I would play in any same game parlays I'm playing. And again, free promotion for the folks in DraftKings. They're basically offering a free same game parlay. If you bet a ten dollars same game parlay in the finals, if it loses, you get ten dollars back. Or basically up to ten dollars. So play forever you want. You're getting ten dollars back. Yeah, you mentioned that Matt Moore article too. Like it, he does a really good job of explaining how the Warriors have He's gotten awesome. off to really good starts against teams because yep. off the at the outset, it's very difficult for teams to understand the Warriors' offense, right? And to cover and to cover those switches. But as time goes on, it gets easier for the opposing yeah. team to counter that. They understand it. They know how it works. It's relatively simple once you get used to it. So, again, I think that's another advantage that just goes to Golden State in game one. Reg- then that's regardless of rest. If you don't really buy into the rest discussion as me and Mutt tend to do, that is something that you have to take into consideration. I just think their offense is better early on in the series than it will be late in the series. Yeah, I also think that this offense is way better than the Bucks or Miami offense. Like 100%. Real, it's way different, it's, too, right? It's a, but it's, it's a varsity offense. The, the two teams they played, stop Jimmy Butler and you're going to win. Stop Giannis and you're going to win. This, I'm sorry. They, there's, there's a scenario where Steph Curry scores 18 points tonight and the Warriors still win going away because they have so many offensive weapons. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, but at the same time, it's like it's not even stop Giannis, stop Jimmy Butler because at the same time, he – just let them get theirs and stop everybody else. That was that kind too. of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And that and it worked it very much worked against Milwaukee and it worked even in game seven against Miami. So that's kind of I think the strategy. And so I wouldn't be shocked if Steph Curry had fifteen points, but the Warriors still won. I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, so I'm gonna be on the, the, the Warriors tonight, laying the three and a half, then certainly uh, I'm in my in the minus one and a half of them in the first half, especially based on that Steve Kerr number of 14-7 and seven in the first half of Game 1s in the playoffs. His teams come out prepared. They're home. They're much more well-rested. They had a much easier path. To the Celtics' credit, Chime, they had a difficult path. Like yes, a they really, did. really they difficult path. They went through path. a gauntlet. And I give them a, a crap ton of credit. And probably have not talked about it enough on the radio this week. But to go through the Nets, the Bucks, and the Heat, even with the injuries those teams had there at the end, that was an awesome run by the Celtics. I just think it's an it's an awesome task for them here. So I know this gonna... is a crazy comparison, but the it almost feels like the Celtics are kind of doing 
the Tom Brady route to the Super Bowl, right? Where you have to take down you have to take down Drew Brees, you have to take down Aaron Rodgers, and then you have to take down Pat Mahomes. And Jason Tatum and the Celtics are now taking down Kevin Durant. They took down Giannis. They took down Jimmy Butler in the Heat, and now they get squared up with Steph Curry and the Warriors. And it's like if they, it's hard to not feel like they have just conquered these Goliaths, and they're just going to continue to do it. So uh, Warriors for me in Game One should not be a knock on the Celtics. Uh, I, I'm going to be rooting for the Celtics, obviously. It's great for us that the Celtics win. Uh, that's my game one stuff. Uh, how about a series perspective here, Shime? I have not made a series bet yet, and I sort of feel like, uh, just like I did in the Miami series, if they, if they, I, I hope they will lose game one, which they did, and we bet them in the series at a better number. Um, not that the number is not okay. I guess plus 130, what I'm seeing it right now, is fine. It's not enough for me to bet the series right now. I'll, if I'm betting the series... I'm not betting series like I know you know uh, 4-2 you can get it plus 370 right now. I know uh Celtics series total minus one and a half games basically means they win uh in six or fewer games is 2 to 1. Yep. Those aren't for me right now. I'm I'm staying away from the series. I have a, a okay. couple prop bets for the series but I have no series bets right now. What do you want to do with the series itself heading into game 1? Yeah, I've been I've had a very strong conviction on this. I said it even before they finished off their series with Miami and I had the Celtics, Celtics in six. 6. Yep. And yep. I and so I'm going to ride with that. I already have a bet in on that at plus 375. I know it's down to plus 370 in nice. most spots now. Good. Um and Play then I early. also I also do like Celtics minus one and a half in the series. Um I think that's a good kind of not necessarily hedge. I'm just kind of doubling down on the idea that this is going to be over before Game Seven. Is basically you're getting an extra at. game. You're yep. getting so you're, you're buying the extra game for a lot less of the juice. Yeah. Okay. So this yeah. this bet's only plus two hundred. It's basically half the value. But at the same time, if the Celtics, you know, win in five or somehow sweep, you're then I, I still cover, and that's that kind of works for me too. Um, you'll have so, it twi- if they win in six, you'll have it twice. So yep. the plus two seventy and the two to one. Yeah. If the Celtics win in six, I'm I'm making out massively, and then as long as the Celtics win, I'm doing uh, or in before six games is up, I, I'm fine as well. So. There's also some hedge opportunities there, you know, yep. when you get to the end of the series, which I like. So I get why you're doing it. I'm just not – I want to see how game one plays out. That's fair. You know, this is, this is a really big I just think the Celtics team is so good. I they, just, are. They, they are. They are. But I, I think the Warriors are good too. And I think here locally – I think I don't think Boston Sports Radio and Boston fans are giving the Warriors enough credit. Uh, right? See, I think the national media is giving the Warriors too much credit. I think they're overrating the Warriors to the point where – Really? Yeah, I don't think I, – I, I just I, – I don't see I, – I guess I just don't see it. They're not the same team um, without Kevin Durant as they were in those title runs. They're very different. Their offense isn't quite as strong. They do play pretty good defense uh, to their credit, but outside of Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole doesn't play defense. I think that's going to be a big deal. If you want him on the floor scoring points, you're also going to be having a basically a sieve on defense. Yeah. So I, I just – I, I think a lot of the national media is kind of overplaying how good this Warriors team is, and I think they're underrating how good this Celtics team actually is. I admit the other thing in the series why I'm not ready to jump in yet. I would like to see the health of Smart and Robert Williams tonight. Like, I, yeah, I, I Smart's assu- not even on the injury list anymore. I assume they're going to play, but uh, I want to see it first. I want to see it with my own eyes. And again, it'll be much better odds if they lose. And the, make no mistake, Sean, we agree the Celtics can lose this game tonight and still win the series. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Because I mean, you're you're betting on both. You're you're yep. trying to get both here, which I I totally respect. Uh, what about prop bets for game one here tonight, or prop bets in the series? Uh, yeah, so on. game one prop bet. I'm going Jalen Brown over 24 and a half points. We talked about this. You talked about it with Barrett. Pool plays terrible defense. I think the Celtics are going to have the best time trying to line up uh, getting Jalen Brown on 
uh, Jordan Poole, and that's going to be where they're going to be able to make their money there. I also think tying into that, Jalen Brown to score 30-plus tonight is plus 275. I think that's very much in play. And then on top of that, to go with Jalen Brown from a series perspective, a bet I really like is him to actually be the point-scoring leader in the series at plus 850. Because I think there's a really good chance that Jalen Brown leads the series in points scored but doesn't win MVP because Tatum does so many other things like play defense and get assists and rebounds, and he's the face of the team. And so I I really like the idea of playing Jalen Brown at a points leader in the series at eight and a half to one. Boy, that I hadn't thought about that. Uh, that's really interesting. He he's an important guy. I, I thought for a while I think that Marcus Smart is the like the the most important guy not named Tatum, but you can make a case obviously for Jalen Brown. I don't think it's Robert Williams. I'm less concerned about his health, and I'm I'm more concerned about the health uh, of Marcus Smart. Uh, as far as for prop bets tonight, I, I can tell you as part of. Same game parlays or individual prop bets, things that I like. Uh, Jalen Brown over six and a half rebounds, I freaking love. I, I, I think that's. I think there's a lot of shots in this thing. It could be some missed shots early. I know you mentioned the under. Both teams want to play up tempo, want to get to the opposing defense before they get settled in. So Jalen Brown, he's going to play a ton in this series, like you said, over six and a half rebounds. Uh, Matt Moore, again, was doing a lot of conversation both on the radio uh, yesterday and in his column about how much Andrew Wiggins is going to play. In this series, he's averaging 18 points per game so far in the playoffs. I had no idea. Wiggins was so uh, effective for them. You can get his points, rebounds combined at anywhere between 20 and 22. I wow. love that uh, for this game tonight. So those are two things I'm playing from a, 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 a game one uh, prop perspective. Andrew Wiggins, 20 or more points plus rebounds. And Jalen Brown, over 9.5 uh, rebounds in this game. For the series, I've been on Marcus Smart MVP. I've been on that yep. for five days. I'm not backing off. It's still 45-1. to one. Uh, I could certainly see that. I did not dabble in the market you dabbled in, uh, which I do like, sort of these, these point total uh, leaders and stuff like that. And, I, I, again, I, the way I see it, the Warriors win tonight, and then the series sort of starts for the Celtics in game two. They get acclimated to be in at West and have to play again until Sunday. Huge breaks in this series, Shime. Game seven be Father Father's Day Sunday. I know. It's two and a half weeks. I can't. And it's the same weekend as the final day of the U.S. Open, which is also here in Boston, by the oh, way. Fine. So that oh. could be a crazy day. But uh, one more prop I had for you for tonight's game. Yep. Uh, like we've been talking about, we, we think that there's a good chance that the Celtics could bottle up Steph Curry and the Warriors could still win the game. With that in mind, I actually really like Steph Curry over five and a half assists tonight um, just because I think that if he's not going to be able to get the shots he wants, he's going to be able to create a little bit, uh, and that could lend to far more assists for him in this game uh, than you may expect. Uh, what else? What have we not talked about? We talked about this game for three days. What have we yeah, not talked about? I mean, uh, I, I think we've hit on most of it. I think people should know at this point, you and I, even if the Celtics lose tonight, are very confident in the Celtics. Actually, we're betting against the Celtics tonight, and we still expect them to win the series. Uh, that's how good this team is. I, I just I, They don't lose back-to-backs as well. So if they lose tonight, you can expect me. You don't even have to like ask. You can <laughs> fully expect me to be fully invested. I actually hope the Celtics get blown out tonight so that I can hit the Celtics money line for Sunday night at over plus 150 because I think be I think you can act I think you can take that to the bank and cash it if they lose the, tonight. The way people are betting Golden State, they're going to be just more inclined to double down. Yeah, I think this night. is You're we're right. in such a good right. position right now the way this team is playing to kind of 
make some money if we approach it the right way and if if we see it play out the way we think it might. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a really interesting series for us. We are on the Warriors in game one tonight. Shime is already locked and loaded on the Celtics in six, Celtics in five as well, and I'm leaving that door wide open. I want to see how it plays out. But that's my lean right now is to go right back to what I did in the Miami series, Betcha Celtics series price after they lose uh, win uh, lose game one tonight. Uh, and if they win, good for them. And we'll give them credit for going on the road and winning game one. Damn right. A lot of the historical trends, the warrior trends, it really are against them. This would be a hell of a win. This, We both admit like it, we, we could be wrong on this game tonight, but if they win, th- we this we would not consider this a major upset. Even if they go in, another three-and-a-half-point dogs, but it would be a significant upset if they won this game tonight. Yeah, I, I would say so. On the road, game one. On the road, coming off of a game seven, I, I, and going not just on the road, but going east to west. Like, as far apart as you can go, I absolutely agree. I think it would be a massive upset if the Celtics win tonight. Uh, that's the NBA stuff. Uh, we'll tweet everything out later on. I'll put some of my card up there uh, as well. As far as the NHL goes, I was not a good no- – well, again, this got a weird situation for Shime Time, folks. Good good night for his girlfriend. Bad <laughs> night for the bankroll. And- Rangers fan happy. Betting guy mad. Better Sad. night to double da- better night for me to double down on the lightning to win the oh, series. So <laughs> that always helps too. But I, I, I now understand I was kind of uh bummed at myself not playing the over uh once I saw how that game was going in the first period. I mean they scored the, the Rangers scored in the first minute thirty. Uh and I think I think this is gonna be very similar to the Colorado series, which we talked about uh when they played the Blues. Uh they had had so much time off after sweeping their first round matchup that they, they just they were rusty in game one and that's kind of I think what the lightning suffered from last night they had nine days off they play their first game in 10 days last night and the Rangers had just come off a of game seven which is really emotional and they got up for it and they they dominated in game one uh, especially late in that game so I, I think you saw the lightning be rusty but I you can fully expect me to be heavily invested in the lightning going forward because that team is too good to not uh, not invest in we, you're the Prince of Pucks. There is also a theme brewing here that you might you might be double down. You the shy shy might be the double down man, the double down <laughs> king. Lose it, nope, go right back after in game two. We're gonna get get even or get even worse on the series, which I love. Yeah, that's the way I live, Mud. It's you know we're either going home or we're going home broke. We're going home a millionaire. or we're going way, home broke. We're going home one way. <laughs> yeah, one way, way or another, but. Um, <laughs> We do have a game tonight, don't yes, we, we do. the West? You're at your Avalanche trying to uh, make it 2-0 here? Oh, well, this is simple. We're betting the over. By the way, yeah, it's you don't even have to ask. It's seven and a half still. Yeah, it's seven and a half. And we're still betting the over. <laughs> we're taking that. I think you get it at plus 115, too. Uh, yeah, plus Did I not see where the, the Colorado goalie might not even play the starter? Yes. Am I wrong about this? About. Like that, that's you, you're you're gonna have some guy named Francoose or France, Francois, <laughs> and, that, and that's and you're not betting me over this game. It's gonna be Mike Smith or Miko Kokkinen or Koskinen versus versus Francois. I like Kokkinen. Like Kokkinen. Yeah, versus Francois. <laughs> oh my God! Of course, no. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm absolutely betting over. me over in this game. I'm not gonna pick a team again. I really like both of these teams, and when it's just an offensive battle and neither team wants to play defense. It's very hard to kind of envision exactly who's going to win, so I'm not even going to touch that. I'm going over, 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 and then uh, if you're on, if you can, if you have access to FanDuel, if you're in the Connecticut area or New York or anywhere that there's FanDuel, and you're listening to us, look into players to record three plus points in the game. Kale McCarr has had two four plus point games already in the playoffs, and he's at plus six eighty to have three points tonight. If this is another offensive battle, he had three points in game one, by the way. If this is another offensive battle, 
there's a very good chance Kale McCarr has another three three or four point game uh, for Colorado because I think if it's not Nathan McKinnon, everything is running through Kale McCarr. And yep. so there is a very, very good chance that he is able to hit that number if this game's going over. So I really like the over. I'll also I would also dabble on Kale McCarr at plus six eighty. Is that um, not available on DK for the people in New Hampshire? Not that I know of. I couldn't find it. Um, DK does a really bad job. Not to crap on DK, but of no, giving you— No, we gave you, free pub before. We yeah, cr- they're not a sponsor of the show. So yeah, so they don't give a ton of great NHL props. I can't even look at the NHL game right now on their website. I'm trying to look at it, and I can't. Hold on. I um, got the app up. Hold on. I was just there in the great state of New Hampshire. My bets. That's too much action for tonight. I'm stupid. I can click on literally every tab that that isn't the NHL, and then when I click on the NHL, so it just player. It so it's points? Is it uh, what I go? points over— There we go. Points. Who's your guy? Player props. Uh, Kale McCarr. So Kale. They have it. Yes. Yeah, so they only have it at a half a point, which is exactly what uh, Fanduel has. Fanduel just has a special lay minus where you can have player to record three plus, which I like. If you could find, so if some book offers Kale McCarr over one and a half points at better are better odds than this half a point line, I, I love that. I think Kale McCarr is going to be really good in this game. I also really like the idea of going uh, back to the Leon Drysital camp. Right now, he's over one and a half points in the game at plus 115. So you're getting plus money there, which I really like because him and McDavid are just lighting it up. And again, there's not going to be any defense in this game, period. It's not going to happen like at all in the series unless there's a game seven. So just bet on goals being scored. Play as uh, play goal props uh, or point props on guys all over the place. If a guy is hot, play the point prop because I'm telling you it's going to happen. <laughs> I know you love the Lightning, so I don't. I, I want to go back to this real quick. So I'm looking at it now. Would you, I know you're going to double down on the Lightning in Game Two? Um, you see, the Lightning are now plus money to win the series at plus 105. Are they now? The Lightning are plus 105 oh. to win the series. Well, then and you think you think they're. I mean, you think they're still going to win the series, right? They oh, were absolutely. They were a huge favorite going into Game One. They lost Game One, being rusty. Now they're plus 105. Yeah, they were. They were a nine days rest. Of course, they're going to be rusty. I d- series prop: Lightning plus 105, Rangers minus 125. Oh yeah, Avalanche can... minus 475, Edmonton plus 350. Yeah, and even on Fanduel, they're even money. Yeah, I. Uh, you can you can guarantee I'm going to be heading to uh, <laughs> New Hampshire. Oh, uh, I you know what? I don't have to I drive on, right through. State on stop. the way. You, I, I'm going to work. I got to go to Maine. I drive in New Hampshire. Stop in the car. A little rest stop. There look, you go. Perfect. Look at that. This is this is going to work out swimmingly. Just want to point that out. Team Thank Futures. You. Lightning are now plus three thirty to win the cup. Huh. The dabble in some hockey. <laughs> I, by the way, the the the, the over the, the, the over under is seven on DK. Still, they went back to seven from seven and a half. Yeah, just find seven and a half. Holy if you can smokes. get the alt line on DK for seven and a half, just take the seven and a half. It's gonna be it's gonna be more than seven. I'm telling you. Uh, baseball, no baseball tonight. Golf is getting underway, so there's no sense in uh, celebrating golf yet. We'll have some hopefully some stuff on Saturday morning. Uh, programming note: We need you to subscribe to the podcast uh, or some, as early as you possibly can. Stop what you're doing right now. Pause the podcast. You're not subscribed. Go to iTunes, Spotify, or the Odyssey app and subscribe to it right there. Rate and review. Uh, let us know what you think. It's a huge help to us. And a second programming note. Tomorrow's podcast will be late. Shime's got a live show in Maine. He has a lunch he's going to have there in Maine. Get some nice seafood, maybe a big seafood platter. He's going to come home at like mid-afternoon tomorrow. We're going to bang out the podcast, and I'm going to say, Shime, by about 3 o'clock. So it's still noon 
but it's going to be noon Pacific tomorrow. Is exactly. when you get the podcast here. Does yep. that make sense? A hundred percent. And luckily okay. for us, there's no massive games going on tomorrow night. Oh, Red Sox are later tomorrow yeah. night anyway. Red there's Sox don't NHL. go until because they're West Coast, so they won't be until yep. nine forty or some crap like that. NHL will be at eight o'clock, so you'll still have some time to get our opinions on that. Uh, and then golf will be underway, but you know. Uh, we, we're, no, it's we'll probably... Friday. We got nothing for golf. We're not gonna oh, yeah. Lo- yeah we'll, we're we won't fine. have anything until Saturday. Perfect. Next golf update will be Saturday, and then live betting uh, on Sunday. All right, Shime, have a great uh, broadcast tomorrow up in the great state of Maine. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll talk good tomorrow afternoon, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Can't wait.